Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester, and let's get started. To add your voice to the conversation, be it to ask questions, share an opinion, or even suggest a topic for discussion on a future episode, please call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline. That number, as always, 872-222-9793. If you're shy, you don't feel like talking, but you want to email, you can certainly email the show, and that is talk at techmobility.show. And again, that's talk at techmobility.show. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And each week, I produce short videos on topics that we have discussed here in the program. And I think you'll like them because I know I enjoy producing them. We're working towards a goal of a thousand new subscribers by the end of the year. And we need your help. Thank you in advance for your support. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, we're going to talk about the 2024 Honda Prologue EV. Now, some people hearing that GM is involved said that, you know what? The Prologue ain't going to be Honda enough. And that they wondered whether or not Honda is committed enough to making EVs. Let me help you with that. This is really Honda's go-to, what Honda has been doing for years. If you go back, Honda's really first crossover SUV was actually built by Isuzu. Honda is not above badge engineering when they're easing into a segment. And honestly, that makes great sense because if you are a company like Honda, and even though Honda is wildly successful, they're not GM, they're not Toyota in terms of size. So they need to... You know, when they're betting big, they need to bet sure. And a great way to do this is to find joint ventures where you can share the cost. Also remember, Honda is also teamed up with Sony to launch a whole new brand in a whole new way, and that's called the Afila. And we talked about that a few weeks ago. So Honda is doing what I would consider really heading towards it right, saying, look, It's going to be a few years until our stuff's online, but we need to be in the market now. Going to market now helps us get market information and learn about the market, hear from our customers, hear from our dealers, and find out and learn, you know, exactly how we should tweak our own offering. So when we come out with an all Honda product in two to three years, we'll have it dialed in and dialed in tight. Here's an advantage now in the industry now that you didn't have 30, 40 years ago. 30, 40 years ago, shoot, even 20 to 30 years ago, when you contracted with another automaker for maybe a vehicle to fit in your lineup, and you probably did the sheet metal a little different depending on how much money you had and how much of a differentiation you wanted from what you were buying. You definitely would put, you know, your own badges and everything on it. And I'm thinking about, uh, the Fiat 124 Spider, which was basically a lightly rebadged uh, Mazda Miata, and I do mean lightly. They didn't want to spend that much money, and they didn't. And by the way, not spending that much money is a few hundred million dollars in the auto industry, just so we're clear. <clears throat> Coming up with a new platform 
in the internal combustion days, and that's a new platform, either a new engine family, new transmission family, you're looking at about a billion, anywhere from $750 million to a billion dollars a piece. Billion for the new platform. Six, seven hundred million for a new engine family. Uh, the same for a new transmission family. That's up over two, two and a half billion dollars before you even built a thing. That's a lot of money to gamble if you're a Honda or a Subaru or a Mazda. So it would make sense to mitigate that. Here we are in the EV realm. Here are some of the advantages. You can buy existing off-the-shelf, what they call a rolling platform. That's what Honda's doing. You know, why reinvent the wheel when GM already builds the Ultium battery? They can bring it to market for a lot less cost than us right now because we're still developing ours because GM has got their cost spread all over the place. So for a unit cost that is competitive, I can engineer the vehicle I want on top of this rolling skateboard. And that's the beauty. You are not bound by the configuration of the vehicle that you are badish engineering or buying from another automaker, much like back in the days of, okay, I'm limited because this vehicle only comes in these two engines and there's limited things I can do to make it really stand apart. In the EV realm, most of what you're going to build, you can create on top of the skateboard any kind of way you want to. Plus, because it's electric, because it's computerized, you could build in your very unique um, way of doing things. So in the EV realm, even if they buy, they're buying this initial skateboard for the prologue from GM, GM is actually going to build this thing. But Honda can engineer all the stuff that makes it Honda-like and Hondaness, and engineer it all in and dial it all in and program it that way to be very, very Honda, regardless of who built it. And this is a major advantage these days for EV manufacturing. You can be more unique and be more competitive for a whole lot less money. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, which is why... Honda is able to come to market for the 2024 model year with the Prologue, which is their first new era EV. And they're looking to push a half a million electric vehicle sales just in America alone by the end of the decade. And they say they've got a lot riding on it. But guess what? They've also mitigated a lot of the development cost because, number one, they're not building it. So they didn't have to trick out a factory to do it. The underlying um, electric platform is already proven in hundreds of thousands of vehicles already. So the cost is a lot less than Honda developing on their own with much lower volumes, meaning a lot higher price. It also means that Honda's prologue will be profitable sooner than if they had done this from scratch by themselves. So this collaboration will work. Now, fairness they're basing this prologue on the Chevy Blazer EV. But that's a real different thing nowadays than it used to be. People who have seen the prototype said, yep, it's distinctively a Honda, which uh, mitigates a lot of the concerns people had to say, wait a minute, if you're using a GM vehicle as the base, if you are using GM's technology to propel it, then how are you, Honda, going to make it more Honda-like? in terms of feel, performance, interaction, how it does, what it does. I answer quickly, programming. You can program all that now. 
for a whole lot less than the hardware you would have had to develop back in the day if you were going to, one, maybe build, have someone else build it, but you wanted to use your powertrain and try to make that work. So there's a lot of not reinventing the wheel. Honda can concentrate on making it very, very Honda and very unlike the Blazer it's based on. The Prologue's low roof, clean lines, and boxy silhouette looks more like a next evolution Honda design than a quirky futuristic EV. They're, quir- they're, they're calling this neo-rugged, and it was crafted by their own folk. The Honda name is prominently displayed across the rear in big letters and an E-Dot series badge that identifies the brand's global electric plans for the first time on a U.S. model. And while they optimize aerodynamics for maximized efficiency, they tune the suspension to retain a sportier driving dynamic. Again, you can computerize. It's all computerized. So they can basically dial in what they want. A sport mode is available for a more engaging driver experience with a quicker throttle and steering response, firmer steering, and increased braking power. Let me tell you, if you've never ridden an EV, that is going to be one who you're going to think it's a performance car. Because the basic EVs are plenty fast and a lot of fun. You add sport mode, oh my goodness, that's going to be a lot more fun. Prologue is also loaded with new Honda technology, such as Google built-in with wireless Apple CarPlay, an Android Auto capability and over-the-air update capability. Bear in mind the over-the-air update capability, which most of all your new EVs have. And unlike GM, um, they've got Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, two things GM vehicles will not have because GM wants to keep all that money for themselves. So again, being very Honda and what a Honda owner would expect or somebody thinking about buying a Honda EV would expect. You're listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. 
we get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Thank you.